We're live. Um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. This is probably like the 17th time I've tried to do this. And every time it just doesn't work. So um, I'm going to just approach this naturally, organically as myself with my personality and just fucking go for it. So um, I'm going to lead off by just saying, hey, guys, like the reason this is happening because everybody I know, at least a lot of people I know have taken up golf and everyone has a very unique love story connection with the game. Um, a lot of people that don't play think that golf is just this weekend hobby to get drunk with your friends and go out and have fun and avoid people for hours on end. They think golf is just this thing when they're so wrong. Guys, we all know golf is a microcosm of life. Golf is the gift that keeps on giving. Golf instills lifelong values and morals. Golf is more than a game. And this only became more and more true as I've started Mully and been in the golf space for a couple years now, and I've met so many amazing, amazing people, whether that be former CEOs, executives at golf companies, or uh, athletes from the amateur or professional range and anyone in between, and friends that have taken up golf during the pandemic. Golf has an infectious way of spreading, and once you get in it, once you have opened up your heart and arms to the warm embrace that is golf, the, the game gives so much to us. And what's happening is we are finding ways to give back to it, to spread golf's good. Um, and the purpose of me doing this, this project, this, this love that I have for uh, this podcast, which is called Love and Golf, is the purpose is to, to, to sit down with some amazing minds in and, in and around the game so that they can tell their story of how they've found golf, how golf has either found them and the gifts in this relationship, this love affair, like what happens, some magic in it, the, the, the brands, the, the companies that have been formed from it, the, the, amazing, the amazing stories of, of, of just triumph and overcoming obstacles. Uh, I cannot, I don't want to ruin any future episodes, but the people I've met, the stories I've heard needed to be shared. They needed to be consolidated, aggregated into a place and told and shared to the public. So guys, welcome to love and golf, a podcast about just that the relationship we have with the game and the gifts it's given us and the gifts we give back to it. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll lead off by saying Bobby Grace, uh, was famous for saying golf is the closest game to the game that we call life. And I said golf is a microcosm of life. The way that we play the game of golf is often how we play the game of life. A friend of mine, Jade, told me that, who doesn't even play golf, but he knows enough about it. Uh, I'm a very philosophical, I like to think that I'm a very philosophical, deep human being, a creature that loves this universal cosmic energy that we live in, not to get too deep and crazy on the first episode, but uh, when I started to tap into that realm and understanding of it, like the golf, golf really is just such a, an energetic force. Um, and my goal on, on through these episodes is I definitely want to entertain everyone. I definitely want to inspire everyone, but I'm hoping that we can learn something from these tales and apply it to our own life, whether that be about how uh, a, a approach to golf, how to play it, um, maybe how to give the gift of golf to other people, or what can we go out in the world while we play, while we interact with others in the game, what can we keep in the back of our minds to be a better people? So, uh, I'm thrilled. I'm so excited to be doing this. 
Um, I don't really have a game plan as much as uh, what from from anything I just told you. Uh, I'm excited to bring some of my friends on so they can share. I, I would love to get my introduction of who I am out of the way so that we can kick this off and how, what golf has meant to me and continues to give me in my life. I'll be the first guinea pig. I'll interview myself. So. Uh, my name is Michael Zara. I am a proud, proud co-founder of Mully Golf. Uh, I go by the co-founder and chief catalyst because I, I like I like obscure, weird titles, and what I do for the company is weird and obscure. Um, aside from being the uh, the idea of it, like I, the idea of con- came from uh, a really sick time in my life and how I get got about it. But before I get into that, I want to tell you how I found game, how I found game, how I found golf, and how golf found me. Uh, I grew up in Los Angeles, California. Um, awesome, privileged upbringing. I mean, I, I love my parents. I love my family. Uh, and I was, I was a young athlete. I, loved, I liked playing everything that, that had, to, that had a, a Capri Sun pouch and, and orange slices after I was about it. Except basketball, I wasn't tall enough. So thanks a lot, Dad. But loved, loved sports growing up. And wanted, wanted to play everything I could except golf. Just hated golf. My dad played golf. It was an old sport. I watched him go play, and I'd go to the driving range a couple times, and I was like, this sucks. Like, this is awful. I'm terrible at it. I can't do this. Why would I waste my time doing it? Um, that is until my life got kind of turned upside down, and the snow globe got broken open. And uh, I went through something that I think a lot of people have gone through, which is family trauma, family events. Um, at a young age, my parents got separated, and then shortly thereafter divorced. I was about like eight, seven or eight during that time. And, uh, man, like, you know, just watching, watching your family kind of go through that, the struggles that your parents go through and realizing not till much later that they were just human beings trying to keep their own shit together and then also be a parent and, and, and monitor that. Um, man, but seeing your dad go from like, I saw my dad every single day, like every day in the house to, to now only seeing him Wednesdays and every other weekend. I was like, what is going on here? I didn't understand. And in those formative years, my, my young mind craved a male role model. And I, I just kind of went into fight or flight. And the only thing I could think of was just go play golf with him. It's, it's a really long activity. You know, if I wanted to play and pick it up, my mom wasn't going to really teach me. She, I, I did tennis with her as a kid. But my dad was the golfer, so I went to go play golf with him. So to make a really long story short, we did that. And it, I don't want to say it saved our relationship, but it helped create a really profound platform for us to build a, a, a substantial, deep relationship through golf. So, uh, And through that, not only did I get my male role model, not only did I get my father in my life more, but I was able to also learn lifelong lessons through the sport, through his tutelage, through golf's tutelage, not knowing this was happening at the time, guys. I'm sure everyone can relate to this, like, you know, being honest and, and the values, the morals, like, like just to, to, to show up, to be present, not to not to be emotionally unstable, to be really to really not focus on the next shot or the shot before. I mean, the list goes on. You guys know this part of it, right? Anyone who plays knows that golf is just such a special activity because it does instill all these all these ways of being you know, all the, a philosophy for life. So, uh, man, like I'm just, just super blessed in that, in that ability to, to fall, fall in love with a game that I wanted nothing to do with in the beginning. And then I fell in love with it because it was just so hard. It was just like so freaking hard and I was so bad at it. And while I was on all-star teams for little league and, and AYSO soccer, I just, I, I couldn't beat any of my friends. I was terrible. I couldn't play golf at all. So this, I guess there was just that, that young stubbornness 
that, that built this craving that I wanted to be good at it that then took like I just kept wanting to play and be around my dad and like the whole ecosystem of golf at, at now I was 12 you know young teenage teen at the time really helped form my personality and who I am as a human being so um super blessed that that happened and I think the takeaway for anyone listening is you know is if you if you maybe want to try golf uh and it is hard for you. Just give it a chance. If you don't, if you don't like the, the challenge of it, um, I would I would say just just uh, lean into it a little bit more. Um, it, it stop trying to, to play it. Let it kind of play you. Um, let be one with it. Golf. The gifts of golf are are everlasting and infinite. Um, and I think it, it extends that beyond just lessons of life. Like the relationships that formed helped me form in, in high school golf, and then in my young career, the people I met through golf. Uh, it's just extraordinary and just amazing. So I can't say enough good things about it, and which leads me to, to how I, I've given back to it or am giving back right now to it. Um, Molly came about in my life during a very interesting time when as I'm a serial entrepreneur, I don't like, I don't like to say that, but I'm a creator. I like to create and I like to create opportunities. I like to create businesses where there may be a void or things don't exist. And I was actually getting out of a a failed business. Um, I had a business that didn't go well. I was heavily in debt, had to shut it down um, in a really dark financial time, deep financial hole. And I was just honestly, guys, just selling hawking golf clubs left and right just to pay bills and put food on the table. Anyone who's ever been there, who's been in my position knows that you are counting every dollar in and every dollar out. So when I was in this place, uh, I, I was doing what I could, selling limited edition clubs and rare clubs on eBay of all places because I didn't have the patience to bulk upload or do multiple listings on any of the forums. Didn't work, didn't happen. And then Craigslist just wasn't like just same kind of ordeal, no protection, nothing there. So I went to eBay and the cool thing is simultaneously at the same time, friends of mine were using Grailed and Poshmark to build like little stores just for fun, like hobbies. And I was like, wait, why don't you guys use eBay? Like, well, well, the fees are really high and you, I get to work with, like, like just sell to a, a, a focused cult group of, of people. And I was like, shit, wait, let me see this. Looked into it as I'm paying 12.5% fees, or I think at the time it was only 10, but still these astronomically high fees to eBay, the platform, when it was intended for garage sale items and knickknacks, I was like, something's just not right here. And as I looked at Poshmark and Grail and other platforms like Reverb and, and such who were catering to this really focused audience, I, that's when the light bulb went off. This must have been about three years ago, three, four years ago for Moly to happen. And immediately went to my best friend and cousin who is also a, a crazy avid golfer collector and his story of how he found golf is awesome. I'll probably have him be on first also this next episode, but just I knew I needed to give back, not only to myself, selfishly I wanted to use it, but there was this there was a calling to me that that the community needed a better solution. The community needed some a piece of technology that was built for them, just like what the other other companies have done, like Grailed and the and Poshmark, the ones I've mentioned. So um that's how I get here today. And to kind of wrap up this episode and um and where we're going and, and how I'm gonna continue to give back to the game, guys. Uh, Molly, we are, I'm proud to announce, and you, I think some of you have heard this before, we are going to implement a new philanthropic um, endeavor, an initiative, that is called the Giving Golf Program with Molly. Uh, if you guys are familiar with Tom's shoes, if you've ever bought a pair of like Sambas, I think, um, socks, any, for any purchase you make, they donate a pair to those in need. 
Now, this always kind of resonated with myself and Steve, my business partner. So we kind of put our heads together and said, how can we do something similar? How can we give back to golf? Because golf is a really expensive game. Like Mully may help cut costs in, in, in one or two arenas, but in, in general, the reoccurring cost of, of just like balls, for example, was the first thing that came to mind because God knows we lose enough of them. We're like, we have, to, we have to figure this out. We have to help somehow. So when we put our heads together, we came up with a program that for every single item purchased, transacted on Mully, whether that's a, a bag of teas or an $8,000 limited edition Bentonardi putter, for every single transaction on Mully, we will be donating one sleeve of golf balls to municipal course so that they can distribute it to kids in need that want to play that don't have the means. So, um, yeah, man, I, I'm trying to keep these episodes short, but I can go on and tangent on that one. Hopefully, we'll do another episode on that. But I wanted to wrap this up now saying, um, A, as a, as a founder of Mully and a host of this podcast, you guys, thank you for the support. Thank you for understanding what golf means to us in the community. Thank you for being a stand for good in the world. And, you know, thank you for just for everything you do to, to help grow this game and, and get it into more people's lives. So knowing that, that the golf has had that impact on me, knowing the gifts that it gives, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, um, it's called to me and I think a lot of other people and wanting to give back and spread that good. I believe that the more people that play golf, the more good there is in the world. And that's the takeaway from this first episode is, is just help, help, help spread it. You know, we don't need to be the single force that grows the game. Like a lot of people say, the game is growing. Just be a stand for it. Do what we can to help it. And I think that's, that's a phenomenal start. So you guys, welcome to Love and Golf the tales of our relationship, this love affair we have with the game. I'm excited to bring you these stories. I'm excited to, to help share and spread golf's good. So thank you very much. Episode one in the books. Love y'all and, and uh, thank you again.